to try that again, but clean. Right now? Mm-hmm. Mori, 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 ocho, radio. I think that's that's too many moris, but not bad. What? I think so. I don't think it's that many. Hi, thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, my name's Mark, and I am joined, as always, by Miles. Hello. Hello. Hey, Do you want to point your mouth at the mic when you talk? Hello. Okay. And Jackie. I'm Jackie. <laughs> and Hi. we're going to introduce our guest in just a second, but just to get some stuff out of the way. Um, Surprise. This is a podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, it's an anime that aired in 2016 uh, in Japan and was simulcast, I think, the following day or the same night on Crunchyroll.com with English subtitles, which is how we watch it. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud.com slash JJBPod. You can also find us on iTunes. Just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Please rate and review us. Give us five stars. Uh, it's not, not for our egos, but uh, just so we get more visibility. The podcast will show up more for people who are fans of JoJo's and anime and stuff like that. It's for my ego a little bit. And it's, it's for our egos, let's not lie. Um, you can also find us on Stitcher. And I, what even is Stitcher? I don't know, but it's like every podcast I've listened to has always been like, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. And so I was like, let's be and Stitcher. Are we, are we actually on Stitcher? Yeah, I think. <laughs> we can just start saying things that we're all not I, on I did not. everything the website said to be on it. And it was like, you're on it. And I was like, how? If you're listening to this on Stitcher, just email us like a single letter to tell us that people <laughs> like, and maybe tell us what Stitcher is. Send us a screenshot of yourself listening to Stitcher. Otherwise, we won't believe that anyone uses this program. It's, it's not going to change how I do things. I'm going to leave it on there. I also think someone said something about getting it on um, Android Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Play. It doesn't matter. Oh, Google Play. Uh, so, yeah, you can find us on any of those uh, media. And we are going to be discussing this week... Uh, Heartfather is the name of the episode, or Adam Heartfather is the name of the episode in Japan. Uh, but our guest this week is Yoon. Yoon, say hello. Hello. Hey, Yoon. So what is, we always ask um, the guest this question, what is your experience with anime? What is your experience with uh, JoJo's before watching this episode? Uh, my experience with anime in general is that I used to watch anime a lot back in high school, and I still sort of watch some anime. Um, currently, I'm watching uh, Fate Zero. Okay. As for JoJo, I'm reading the manga. I'm like halfway to three quarters of the way through part five. Okay, so you so you've read every all of this. So I've read all of part four. So you're in pretty much the same bag that I am. Same bag? Is that a thing? No. You okay? <laughs> okay, I'm ignoring that. But you you've read more than uh, you know. Yeah, but I guess if you were to take them all as isolated, then. We've both read the comic and are now watching the anime. Yes. But you did, have you seen other episodes of this anime? No, this is literally the only episode I've seen. Oh, so that's, that's going to be a cool perspective, actually. So he knows everything that happened before because of the manga. Okay. So usually, <laughs> usually the format is that we uh, kind of do, read the summary off, like, I read it off the wiki. I used to try to do it off the top of my head, and it didn't don't work. Don't tell listeners you read it off the wiki. I read it off the JoJo wiki. It's a great free service with a lot that. of ads. They don't know that. Um, hey, you're destroying the magic a little bit. Guys, you know that I... Look, I have a good memory for facts. I have a good memory for 
Mostly facts. <laughs> but as far as like putting things in order, I don't have a good memory. I don't know who I see movies with. I don't know what don't, happened on Wednesday as opposed to Tuesday. Mark, don't let the listeners know your flaws. <laughs> That's true. I have no weakness. Like, uh, <laughs> just like sheer heart attack. They're going to destroy you now. <laughs> as long as you can list 14 animals, you're fine. Within a minute. 14 animals within a minute? Yes. Okay. Otherwise, you might have some memory problems. Here we go. Is that true? Uh, we did a Mark's study on be it. So in, good at uh, this. Zebra, hippo. Wait, we're not even. We don't even have a timer. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, hang on. I'm going to set a timer. All right, all right, all right. Clear my brain. I'll do different. One, two. Still don't count it out, man. No, no, no. no. I'm counting. To, oh, okay. I should say. Uh, I should say. Hey. I thought you were going to count every second <laughs> in a minute. No, no, no. I'll, you're right. That was my mistake. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Pigeon, blue-footed booby, puffin, emperor penguin. Rockhopper penguin, quail, dove, morning dove, turtle dove, go to hell, anaconda, zebra, giraffe, dolphin, and man. Ah, oh, the most dangerous game <laughs> with 33 seconds to spare. All right. How many was these? I'm sweating. Today? And this 14. proves... 14? That if I... you do less than 14, you might have memory I would, issues. Okay. Oh. I would pick like the simplest, like dog, cat, bird, <laughs> Well, that my, Fish, memory, my memory works that snake. way, where I'm like, in, like if you can remember a, a dove, the word dove, think of everything you know that has to do with dove, <laughs> instead of me just like... That was like an on-air sporkle quiz. Taking inventory of like, oh, what are the most do common you, like, animals? Do dinosaurs count? Do extinct animals count? Can you name 14 extinct animals? Dodo. <laughs> Brachiosaur. Trilobite. Uh, really I, was say, I was about to say Venusaur. Pterodactyl. Saber-toothed tiger. Saber- Are you just doing Power Rangers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are they all extinct animals now that I think about it? Well, yes. They were all Dragons, dinosaurs. I mean. Well, no. Like a Pterodactyl's tiger. a dinosaur. Yeah, Saber-toothed tiger. Oh, crap. You're Woolly right. mammoth. Sorry. Yeah, Woolly Mammoth is one of the Power Ranger ones, too. But I forget what he says. I don't Did you guys know, I learned today there's a bird known as the Flicker. It's a breed of bird or a genus called Flicker. What sort of bird is that? Uh, it takes Picture photos. <laughs> Same joke. Oh, no, gosh. it is a thing. I don't know. It's just, it's a flappy two-winged bird. Flappy bird? It's, it's a flappy bird. Anyway, so... Tune in next time. <laughs> so, so generally the, the format is that I read, I, I read the summary straight from the dome. And uh, you remember the whole right, thing. That's right. Without I actually I, ha- I have mangaka Araki in the corner, and I <laughs> heaven's door open his face and read the manga history that way. Yes. Um, so, but I am curious to know, just as a general sense, without breaking into the summary, how did you feel about this adaptation? About seeing this anime of, of Diamond is Unbreakable. It was fun. Like the animation was gorgeous. Like, yeah, it's great. like the artwork, and I don't know how to describe it, but like it kind of changes subtly. Between certain scenes, and it's just like, I like it. Yeah, I think it's it's really cool, and it's it's even a departure from the previous JoJo anime too. This one specifically, a lot of cool colors. Um, but anyway, we're only doing one episode this week, I think, because we found that when we have a guest, generally speaking, um, two episodes is hard, especially when they're both one shots and not a part one and part two same story. Uh, so they actually did something they broke with the manga in this which they've done before, where they put the beginning of one story arc before the episode, and then they return to that later. In this case, I'm talking about Kawajiri or Kawajiri. I don't know where you accent it. Kawajiri house. Um, 
in Morio, and it's it's the woman narrating it, right? Uh, yes. So it's Shinobu Kawajiri narrating her life, and it's boring, and her husband just comes home and just says that he either wants like food or to draw a bath or whatever. And I love her. But she's pretty good. <laughs> Why do you love her? I don't know. She was just like... I, I, so honest. I like later how spiteful she is too. Yeah. I, I like I like her a lot later. But, uh, <laughs> cut, cut out of the anime, by the way, the manga. Um, she says that Hayato, their child, uh, trapped her in the marriage, and she kind of presents that. Oh. Too, but they leave that out. So, um, oh. so her son also doesn't really seem very respectful, right? Hayato came home. He didn't say the traditional "I'm home." Um, he just and he just sort of says it when prompted, and just sounds kind of dead inside. Seems um, like a jerk. Yeah. The kid. Uh, yeah. 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 So she's just, you know, she's tired of her life. She hates her husband, but isn't really doing anything to stop him. Feels trapped in the marriage. Um, And we see him come home. And when he's coming home, they show him putting the key in the lock like five times. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they like kind of overlaid it. I guess that's to show that, you know, he's not used to doing this. Because if you paid attention to the last episode, we left off. uh, Well... Did you guys hear that? I did. Yes. Mm. That was just Manga Kaaraki falling, you know, falling over in the corner. Um, it's Ghost Dad. Oh, it's Ghost Dad. Oh, yeah, that is what we're doing. That's, that's this episode. Is that the name of the episode, then, of the podcast episode? Well, I think... It's Ghost so, Dad, right? Well, so we have Ghost Dad. We'll I learn have about, Ghost Dad in my notes. We'll learn about Ghost Dad in this episode, and then we know already about Gross Dad. We had Gross Dad. So I want the dads to fight. I want there to be an episode where Gross Dad and Ghost Dad... Just have a Father's Day. Have, I, yeah, it could the be the Father's Day special. It, it would be George Michael's father figure. It's the only father song I can think of. Um, yeah. Anyway, not I agree with the Daddy Lessons by Beyonce. For a second, I thought you meant George Michael from uh, Rest of Development. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, anyway, so they, they open with this, this, this sort of bookend of this woman describing her life in Morio, one of the Kawajiris, that her husband is really boring and just come, comes home and asks for one of three things. Um, but then we see him come home and she's like, yep, ready for him to ask me for dinner. But he starts cooking, which she finds really weird. But then they just cut over to the the other story for the rest of this episode. For a second, I thought, like, because I, I, I guess I just forgot. Me that too. I Kira, forgot. like, had a new body. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is just like another secret life that he has and he's going to kill this woman too. But then I remembered what yeah. Do you, what do you mean secret? Oh, oh, like you thought he was doubling as a regular? Yeah, I thought uh, this was like yeah. See, I don't. I, I thought a different thing. I thought I I just forgot that I forgot about Kira pretty much, and I uh, thought that this was like a new. Forget about Kira. I was I was like just mm, wrapped into the drama of like mm, of the sad this, woman. this sad angry woman who bitter at her husband and then all of a sudden he's different it's like oh, what happened to him yeah, is he yeah. possessed it really and struck like, a chord with you this this uh this this shitty this shitty marriage uh, storyline don't don't look too much into it <laughs> i don't because you i uh you get home after me a lot of the time so anyway um, so we cut back over to what, what becomes the main story. That's sort of this, this like I said, a bookend. They address it at the beginning and they address it in the end. The only time I remembered was when he put on Morio Radio. And I was like, ooh, it's my boy. <laughs> um, yeah, Jackie was like, you asked something. You were like, maybe he's possessed. 
like you said yeah, about, I forgot about, about Kira about Kosaku the, the, the dad I thought that there was, was like a stand that possessed him or something because that there was something like that in a previous arc wasn't there there was yeah, a stand that possessed I'm, people I can't even remember what it is but there definitely was there was um, something I think oh well, well there's um, 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 Yellow Temperance pretends to be Kakyoin in part 3 oh yeah Remember Jotaro talks to Kakuin and he's just like licking those cherries? Yes, maybe maybe that was it. There's a few I think there's a few times where people are weird. I think I, I think that's <laughs> in, the, in the opening it was like there was a military thing. That it was a guy in the military or something. Yeah, no, there's a uh, uh, not in the opening, but um, when Speedwagon Foundation is coming and, and uh, Akira pretends to be the guy in the speedwagon boat? No. What are you talking about military then? I think it's it starts out. You find out that someone was possessed, and it was in the military. Oh, uh, in part three, one of the one of the cap the captain of the boat, the strength boat, is replaced by a stand user. I that, don't know. That might be it. That might be okay. It. Well, there's that. that. Anyway, spoilers. How does he always turn the radio on right as they're going? Morning. I guess like maybe the the DJ is just watching. People from time. afar, he's like, when are we going to get a listener? And as soon as he's like, yes. Mori, Mori. Uh, That character is invented, by the way. That is not a real thing in the manga. It's invented for the anime. But with that jingle, you can forgive it. Yeah, um, baby. So the meat of the real story is... At first I thought it was just going to be another um, Jotaro-Josuke bonding experience. But then I remembered that Koichi and Okuyas were also there. So I was like, okay, this is cool. The main, the big four... Are all hanging out together. Basically, Kira has erased himself from uh, existence from the town because he had to give up his identity. They figured out who he was, so he switched uh, places with somebody. Uh, so the gang decides, let's just go to his house. <laughs> they just go to his house, which we know is his family home because he established that his, his family is only for generations. That they were formerly some like samurai clan, like way back in the day. So he, he mentions that as well mm-hmm. uh, a couple episodes ago. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they go there because they want to see if there's any traits, anything about him that he likes to do, places he likes to go, whatever. That hobbies, hobbies. E- even if it's a new body, things he might still do. Mm-hmm. So they go there and they look and they find a photo album and they see um, that he was born to older parents that died um, pretty early in his life. When he was twenty-one. Twenty-one, I think his dad died. Um, and, you know, there's a few other things. You have to see him as a kid. You can see that he's kind of uh, trying to stay. He's try- I'm actually remembering this, not reading this. That he uh, is trying to stay out of photographs and whatnot. He doesn't really like to call attention to himself. And they can tell that that's kind of what he was planning all along. So that he didn't really want to... He, he knew he wanted to do stuff that wasn't acceptable, basically. So he was staying yeah. off the grid. Um, then they're looking for hobbies, and, and Josuke finds... A drawer. Um, am I missing anything, by the way, or is this pretty much? Uh, there, uh, Twenty clippings is the next thing you're yes. going to say. Yeah. yeah. But before that, there's a narrator there at the beginning, and I guess it's supposed to be Koichi. But again, his voice sounds different to me. Is it supposed to be like older Koichi? Yeah, I didn't know who that was, but I also haven't seen any of the episodes, so I don't know. Oh, that that might just be. Um, just narration, because Araki does sometimes write in the beginning of new chapters or whatnot. He will just write a box that's just like oh, okay. catching you up to speed or whatnot. So uh, they're just giving voice to one of those comic book boxes, I think. Okay. Um, the other weird thing was, uh, I, I thought it was weird that his blood type was in the photo album, but maybe everyone's really detailed. Well, in Japan, blood type is um, it's almost like your astrological sign. 
word? Yeah, it's like your fortune telling thing, like or or what indicates your personality. Oh. So like anytime you get like um if you were to get like a not anytime, like trading cards about anime figures and stuff like that, or if you looked them up on their various Wikipedias, it'll list their blood type. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. It's the it's interesting because if you think about it, like it's a physical attribute. It, it's not real. But you know, it's like a <laughs> Yeah. It's a physical attribute, so that should indicate it's not real. Well, I'm sorry, it's well, not real to blood link. Type is real. Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna just say it right now. I'm it's, not believe you know blood what? types. It's it all the same stuff, guys. It's more real than other shit, I think, because horoscopes. It's just like you were born during this random exactly. time, right? You know That's what I mean? True. Like, Which, you, like you can verify what your blood type is. If I'm born in April of '87, hypothetically, um, and someone's born in April of '85. And, you know, those months could be totally different, you know? Yeah. One could be still a little bit gloomy. One could be super bright. So, yeah, blood type, it's, it's in you. Um, Damn, yeah. I don't know my I think blood my blood type says that I'm, like, evil or something. <laughs> I like, believe a it. lot of villains, a lot of villains have my blood type. It's okay. But I, That's I what I like, like about you, your evil streak. <laughs> uh, so they find a jar full of things. We don't know what they are yet. It's just, um, it's a drawer full of jars, rather. And they all have numbers written on them, which are dates or years. Josuke starts going through them and he actually takes them out and he starts playing with them. Which, I don't know, I feel like you can kind of tell what nail clippings are. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. remember this from my notes. I'm like, how do you not know what a nail clipping is? And like, yeah. maybe yeah. it's a strange object. Why would you like grab it? Yeah. Well, does Crazy Diamond just rip off all his nails and never has to look at them? And are nail clippings that gross that you'd recoil from them if you had them? Someone else's nails? nail clippings is kind of gross. Yeah, Especially so. old nail clippings. I don't know why it matters. Anyway, <laughs> so they, they, they determine that for a minute they freak out because they're like, are these his girlfriends, like the hands uh, nail clippings? That's what I thought too. Which, by the way, if you think about it, would mean Victims. he kills an immense amount of people because if you kill somebody and sever their hand, it doesn't keep growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he would have had to just like murder like thousands of people. Yeah. Or he could have kept them alive for an extended period of time. He could, but, yeah, but we know that's nails. not his method. Is he doesn't do that. Also, supposedly your nails keep growing after you die. Which is not true. What it is is it's, oh. it's your, your skin, uh, your flesh like receding. So parts of you look like they get bigger because the skin recedes. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't know if that's the word I'd use. There's also five fingers, so that could add up too. <laughs> They're adding up by a factor of five. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was picturing one finger, but now that you mentioned five, not even ten, by the way, five. <laughs> well, he only cuts off one. Now, now I picture a jar full of people's fingernails. <laughs> you'd, you'd be great at those jelly bean guessing contests. They could add up, man. Um, yeah, hey, man, many a nickel makes a nickel. <laughs> I have not looked it up, so I don't know. I haven't looked it up either, but I'm pretty sure. Many a nickel makes a nickel. So the, the nail clipping idea is, like, one of the reasons the show is great, because it has... Like, that kind of, like, weird, like, why why does he collect their nail clippings? Like, it always, well, he, like... he collects his nail clippings. Yeah, why would he do that? Okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's the sort of thing that, like, like, when the show hits it, you're like, that is weird and great. But there's, like, sometimes when you're like, no, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's a weird thing that is, like, smartly done because it makes sense that he is just trying to figure out a way to kind of like determine his own success. So he's decided to tie together and they find this out. They read this, that basically he thinks that he's going to have a good successful year. If his fingernails grew a certain length each year. Yeah. So he finds, they find that in, in 83, I think 
or yeah. whatever, 80... The one Josuke 84. Yeah, I think 83. 83. Which was supposed to be 15 years prior, which is weird, because I thought this was set in 99. That doesn't quite add up. Um, that his, true. His, his fingernails grew a lot, like something like 20, 30 centimeters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, that's the year he killed Raimi, his first victim. That they know of, by the way. It feels... I don't know. No, but it's, it's his first victim. Okay. Because he could... Well, I mean, maybe not... It was, that year is when he started, so if she wasn't the first, she was one of the first. Right. Uh, it's certainly a, a landmark uh, thing for, for him and for Morio. Um, and so then they find his diary for this, the current year that they're in, and it was already June, and he had, his fingernails had grown something, and he had like notated that and circled it. Um, like, ha-ha, I've already grown my fingernails this much. So <laughs> they kind of decide proportionally... I guess that he's going to murder a lot of people. They're freaked out by this fact. Like, my fingernails growing means I'll be lucky. It means I can murder tons of people and not get caught. Um, at least that's how I remember it. So his fingernails have to grow like a foot. Hmm? No, like it says 30 centimeters, which is roughly a foot. I was like, that's how much his fingernails have oh, to grow. Oh, wow. I never thought to actually put that together. Ew, also. <laughs> Think of all the progress we can make if we just didn't cut our nails for a year. Anyway. I'm, I'm doing it. So they're feeling I'm weird staining. when suddenly a Polaroid camera goes off in the house. It's not a Polaroid camera. The brand is Brocam. Oh, yes. I did write that down. <laughs> I was super happy a about Bro-cam. that. That it was Bro Space Cam. Brocam. Was the name of it. Not Broham. Brocam. Um, <laughs> takes, it's basically a Polaroid, though. It's an instant camera, let's say. If we wanted to say, uh, you know, hot tub instead of jacuzzi, we'd say instant camera or whatever the fuck. A jacuzzi is like a brand name? Yeah. I don't know. It's like a Kleenex. Although, I don't really do that. I'm never like, hand me a Kleenex. Why are you against calling it broken? I say bounty for every kind of... Uh, is that true? I say bounty for she every... She does say bounty for every... Is, is that a Spanish thing, though, or is that just it's your family? It's probably... I don't know. It's okay. either one of those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's one of those things. I don't. I don't know if other people do that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. but yeah, pass me a bounty when it could be a fucking uh, brawny. Brawny could be brawny. Could be uh, I don't know anybody else. Brawn is a lesser quality paper towel. I think you're right. Can you name fourteen paper towel brands? <laughs> okay, <make>? bounty, <laughs> brawny, <sighs> Mister Clean. Somebody's did he have memory problems? Oh no. Um, what if there's as many paper towel brands as there are animals? Ooh, <laughs> It's oversaturated. You would just have to name them eventually, like giraffe. It would take me forever. I would be, I would be standing in the aisle for hours in the supermarket, like I don't know which one should I. <laughs> that aisle would also be as long as like the coast of Florida. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so a a camera that that really really quickly puts out the photo it took, uh, suddenly goes off with the flash and everything, and it pushes the photo out, and they're like kind of freaked out by this. Um. And they go and they look at the photo and they see themselves, but they also see like a figure behind them in the photo. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's, a ghost. it's this sort of creepy thing. And, and when they go to look at it again, they see that it's, it's, um, Yoshihiro, Yoshihiro, wait, Kira Yoshihiro. Yeah. Cause Kira is the last name actually. So it's Yoshihiro. He's, uh, Kira's father. Kira's father, AKA. He's referred to as Dad. dad. As well. Geezer Dad? On the show, they call him Geezer Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think Josuke says that. Okay. Well, whoever does. Somebody calls him Geezer Dad. Yeah. Uh, So he's in the photo, 
Um, and by the way, they know that he's dead. They confirm that he died when uh, Kira was uh, 21. So this is based on a superstition of photography. Um, okay. About you know how photos can capture ghosts. You like guys that, have seen that, like that R.L. Uh, that Goosebumps book. What did you just say? Fatal Frame. Okay, I thought you said like Anne Frank. Um, <laughs> I have yet to hear that. But yeah, like Fatal Frame. You've always got Anne Frank on the brain. <laughs> I am Jewish. Um, that's true, by the way, for anyone that thinks I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not. Um, but you really do have Anne Frank on your brain all the time. No, I really am Jewish. I want people to know I'm not, I'm not just being a dick. Uh, although perhaps it is insensitive to bring up Anne Frank on such a... Anyway, uh, and an old... According, this is all from uh, from the wiki. Thank you, wiki. And an old Japanese superstition from the Meiji era, where... It, why did I pronounce era like that? Whatever. From the Meiji era, where it was believed that cameras stole the souls of those who were taken a photo of. Like, everybody believed that, though, back then. Just them and, like, the Amish, though, right? Native Americans also had that belief. A lot of oh, people yeah? had that belief, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, because if you look at somebody, you can only see them or, like, a painting, which is, like, you know... Yeah. An assemblage of an idea of them, but a photo—it's like that's—I got you in my pocket right now. Um, so Araki, what? What, what was the plot of Say Cheese in your Dead the Goosebumps book? Was it similar to this? I don't remember it. I read a lot of Goosebumps, but I don't remember that one. Damn. Uh, so Araki came to the idea we're thinking about having a haunted photograph as a stand would be interesting. Um, so uh, he's both a ghost and a stand. He's a ghost who has a stand. I don't like this. What? We've seen this before. We've we've broken the rule that you have to be alive for your stand to work. Where where have we broken that rule? The Anubis sword in part three. The guy oh, is yeah. dead years ago. I don't remember this. The stand the is weird. by itself. It's the best art. Wait, wait. Someone remind me. What is it? It's the sword that uh, that Polnareff touches by accident and it makes him evil. No, well, before that, some uh, random Egyptian guy, Chaka, touches the sword and he kills his brother by accident. And then Polnareff uh, fights him, wins, because the sword turns you into a master swordsman. But then Polnareff touches the sword. He gets possessed. That's the thing I was talking about before when I was like that it started with oh, soldiers. Oh, with people being possessed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and then, and then the barber, the barber, Khan, touches it, gets possessed. And then they throw it and it hits a cow that gets possessed. So it's, but that's a stand by itself. Yeah. But they did mention that it's the stand user died years and years prior. Yeah, but he's not... He's not a ghost. still around. He's not a ghost. He's not still around. Right, but this 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 arc, Diamond is Unbreakable, establishes that ghosts exist, which Jotaro, by the way, mentions. Yeah. He's like, since we know Raimi exists, ghosts are a thing. The, he's well, just kind of like, yeah. The reason why I don't like that is then what's stopping, like, all of our all, old, old friends from previous arcs, like, who died and we were all sad about them dying to come back? They don't have awful yeah. grudges holding them to this world. It's like, it makes people's deaths less impactful if they could potentially just come well yeah i mean they you know they they know that not everyone is is a ghost right like so raimi is a ghost and her dog is a ghost but when shigechi dies his spirit flies over them and goes like up into the sky Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he's he dies but he's not a ghost not everyone is a ghost just some people i guess it's just annoying that there's no rule about yeah Mm. why because this ghost does explain like his parameters, like how his power works. Mm-hmm. But not as a ghost. He explains his stand. I didn't realize that that was his stand. I thought that was him explaining. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a stand until like the stand card came up. I think it's just him being fiercely protective of, of his son that is his unfinished business. Yeah. Um, and Raimi's was to warn people about what happens in the town. 
Mm. But you did say she got she had unfinished business too. Yeah. No? She, she just wanted, wanted to like get, wanted to bone that girl. He she wanted, wanted to, to get make, fat stacks and throw yeah. money at, at hoes. Well he never got the chance to really. <laughs> well we all don't get to do everything. Because with Rainy, So we should all be ghosts. <laughs> Nothing ever ends. You can just die and everybody can just come back because they're all ghosts. And if you have a stand, even better. <laughs> Alright. I don't like it. But they all had like strong desires to stay. Like Shigeki's Shigeki's? I'm mispronouncing the name. Well it's Shigekio or Shigechi, so whatever. Shigechi. You can call them Shigs if you want. Shigs. Call them that kid. So Shigs didn't really have like that strong of a desire to like stay, but Raimi's like, I have to stay, I have to warn people. It's like a mission. Yeah. And then the father was like, I have to protect my son. Mm -hmm. Like It's like nobody wants to die. Some people do, but not not many people want to die, but I think you can bring back all the friends from previous arcs then and we don't have to be sad anymore because they're all fine. They're all just ghosts. No. It, I think ghosts are annoying. I to have no. Or Look. or all the previous JoJo's that have died can come back. <laughs> well, I think. Well, that would be awesome, though. I would say one thing I do kind of like about the way they handle death in earlier arcs, and I guess this one too, is that they send final messages when they die. A lot of them, they leave yeah. like their their impact. But um, yeah, no. If you're, I think the ghost thing, it just it can happen. I don't know why. Just because we don't know the rule doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I don't like Maybe it. the rule just, just works for that town. Yeah. yeah. It is a weird town. It is a weird it's town. It's a crazy, noisy, bizarre town. Is that it, by the way? Crazy no, noisy. it's more of a chaser. <laughs> That's not what... They don't use that word to describe the town. Oh. Not every opening is about describing the town with adjectives. That's how I saw it. Did this episode start with an opening? I don't remember. No, there was no opening. No opening. Huge probably, disappointment. Because the plot was... Uh, to uh, it, it overfloweth. Yeah, they probably just needed. Did they? They've done that a few times this season, and maybe prior ones. Anyway, we didn't get over the fact. So the photo was taken. It shows Josuke and Jotaro in the room that they're in, and the ghost, the ghost dad, in the corner. And then things start to happen, right? Like he starts to. They look back, and he has a knife. Yeah. Or no, does the phone ring first? Yeah, the I phone rings. Fun. The phone rings, and they're like, "It's haunted. Is it going to?" I don't know. They're something. like the calls coming from inside the house. Right. Have you checked the children? <laughs> um, and instead of them like going over to pick up the phone and getting like a cryptic message or anything like that, the phone just flies off the hook and hits Josuke really hard in the chin. I actually have a note about this that I remember. It sounds like bones are being crunched. Yeah, it's nasty. And it's like, how did that phone do that? I it it's a it's a metal phone. That phone's strong. Yeah, um, and then from the phone that's like half broken, he just basically yells about his power and that yes, I'm a ghost. I'm gonna you know attack you. Um, but yeah, so then they look over at the photo and see they see that he has a he has a phone right in the photo, but then he has a knife. I forget the order. Um, and at one point, so they, they they basically start to battle with this guy, and they they figure out that. Things that happen in the photo happen to them, and they're also bound inside the, the realm of the photo. If they try to step out into an area that isn't in the photo, there's like an invisible wall. Yeah. And the opposite is true for people on the outside. So Opiasta goes to run to save them, but he ends up, basically his body kind of skips the area where the photo is. He almost teleports past it and runs into the glass door, which is really funny in real time because it just looks like he just ran into the wall and then was like, why did I do that? <laughs> he immediately is like, everybody watching, why did I just do that? <laughs> like, what is this, a riddle? Now is not the time for this. <laughs> what a weirdo. 
Um, and then Koichi tries and you see his hand ends up on the other side of the yeah. room. Yeah. Which, for anyone who played uh, Darkstalkers, that's what Anakaris looks like, the mummy. Uh, you can grab people through the... Uh, anyway. Uh, so... Oh, okay. What? I don't know. Did you look it up? I don't know anything. You're just being polite. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, cool, cool, cool. So a few things happen. I don't remember the order. So at one point, uh, Josuke has Crazy Diamond come out and try to rip the photo up. Yep. And by the way, I thought the animation of Crazy Diamond ripping a photo was super funny because he like brings out this big like jacked robot looking heart <laughs> pink stand and it's just like his hands like so close together just ripping up a photo. <laughs> and this cool effect happens where Josuke and Jotaro's real life bodies start to rip apart because they were ripped in the photo. Which I don't think that's how bodies work. They slowly start to pull apart and like a little like rainbow light is like peeking out from where they were put together. But they're also bleeding. Yeah. And, like, very quickly, Jotaro's, like, put the photo back together. Yeah. Which, how does he do that if, his, if half of his... I know, like, half his head is off. And he's like, do it. Like, I assume that it was, like, a split second that it started to rip. And they were like, no! <laughs> uh, so he puts the photo back together. And my question at this point was, like, well, then why not, like, you guys can be super... Just rip the part of the photo that has yeah. the dad in it. He was just in the corner. But I guess he's a ghost, so they can't. it wouldn't matter anyway. But the, at least he'd be out of the photo. He was in the corner, yeah. Right, let's, let's pretend he'd move. I don't know. Um, <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. What are they? No one knows. Uh, so, then at one point, Jotaro just goes, like, they're trying to fight with him. He, doesn't he slice their heads off with a knife? But then they're not dead? Yeah, I, th- I didn't understand that. He either. does that in the in the photo. Yeah. I guess there's a delay. There's a delay. Yeah, that, that's what that was weird to me. Is like yeah. it felt like instantly, like he rips the photo, and, they, and I, part of this is the fact that it's a, a moving TV medium instead of a comic medium, yeah. where it's like still frames. But it's like, yeah, he cuts their heads off, but they still have their heads in their dimension. And Joe Toto's like, hey, we should just give up trying to stop this guy and his knife. Jessica's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I realize, he's like, I don't know, I've given up before. Like, when things, when you can't beat someone, just forget it. And you obviously hear that and you're like, okay, so he has yeah. something up his sleeve. That's pretty much my philosophy, too. Yeah, you do that really early. Just a quitter. Yeah. Um, so then they, Jotaro does a thing and he actually gets the, he figured it out music. Oh, really? I believe so. He puts the existing photo they've been having trouble with in front of the bro cam. Da, 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 da. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you're making me scared. Uh, and, and takes a photo with that camera, which does two things oddly. So it takes a photo of just the dad in the photo. Mm-hmm. So now the new photo has just the dad in it, meaning he can't affect anything because he's the only thing in the photo. But it also seemed to erase him from the, from the previous photo. I think, is that like the light overexposing the photo because the flash was right against it? I think he can't exist in two photos. That must once. be it. I guess, but like, I think when he shows the, the first photo for a minute, there's like a white spot over his face. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It was probably it. that too, but like, I don't know. I, I don't think that if you took multiple photos of the photo that he could exist in like multiple places or something. Like, I don't think he could. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He has to exist in one He's photo only one ghost. There's like the yeah. tiny bit of logic. Like, of course it's only one. But yeah. Yeah. Taro didn't know that. So from yeah. his perspective, he could have been in multiple the photos. The only, only yeah. thing to try, I guess. That's why I was kind of wondering if he knew that like light ruins a photo or something. I don't know. 
Um, so now, you but know, does it though after after it's developed? Yeah, probably I don't not. Think it would after it's. it's I think I'm talking out of my ass. Um, so they have this photo now where it's just Yoshihiro uh, Ghost Dad. Did they give the stand card yet? I don't know if they did. Basically, okay, his stand name in the Crunchyroll American uh, subs is Heart Father, which sounds like a weird like aim screen name or something. Uh, is it? But uh, <laughs> it's so it's short for Adam Heart Father, A T O M Heart Father, which is a Pink Floyd album and a title track off that album. Why is it called that? I've never heard of that album. I'm sorry. Did I not mention that it's called Adam Heart Mother in reality? Oh. The Pink Floyd album and track is Adam Hart Mother. I've never heard of this Pink Floyd album in my life. Um, yeah. Uh, side it, note. Why is it called that? Adam Hart Mother. It's a weird name. Three things, two things that you start from. Atom Hart Mother. Made up of atoms, and mother is the first other, and hearts are important. I don't know. Um, and the, the, the cover of the uh, album is just a cow. A cow's ass, pretty much. Like, it's a cow from I've seen the cover. So this yeah. could have been his mother instead of his exactly. father. Exactly. I thought of that, too. Why, that like, cool. Like, why Why do this? Does yeah. he just... I, Araki seems to just think that women just don't really fight often. I think Sometimes he just loves men. I think he I, just loves men I, so much. I think much. it is that, too, a little bit. He was like, we like this old, bald guy with hair on the like, sides, but... I get it. I think that if I had a manga, it would be mostly women, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. People would be mad at me because there were no men. It is just weird, like, why <laughs> take a feminine thing? I mean, it is it is a, a Pink Floyd reference, again, it's like the third or fourth or whatever reference this season, and it lets you have a parent uh, theme. But yeah, it's, it's a little like, why not, like, we already had Enya be like this older female... Figure who's even mentioned and illustrated this episode, mm-hmm. but he just wanted it to be a dad. Maybe it comes in handy later on. I don't remember. Um, anyway, also, side note about you said you've never heard of this album? No. Neither have I. Stanley Kubrick wanted to use the song Adam Hart Mother in his movie A Clockwork Orange, and Pink Floyd turned him down. But years later, when Roger Waters had a solo album, who was from Pink Floyd, he wanted to sample 2001, and Kubrick turned him down. Ooh, got your back. This is according to Wikipedia. Um, In my experience, you know, I don't think directors necessarily in charge of their IP. I feel like the studio would be more the one to make that decision. Nah, this was a big petty contest. Who knows? That's what I believe. Could just be two coincidences. Uh... Anyway, so now they have Yoshihiro alone in this photo, and then Jotaro folds the photo in half and tapes it so it will not unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to point out that it looks really cool, the way they animate the whole taping sequence. Taping it. Yeah. Does he use Star Platinum to tape it, or he just does it, right? He yeah. just does it. I think, he just I think it looks really... It's very smooth, I think, the animation. Um, apparently, there's a there's something in the manga cut out of the anime where Okuyasu compliments Jotaro on his folding skills, like how perfectly he folds it. <laughs> he did fold it real well. Maybe it was like straight down the middle. Um, so they they tape it up, and he puts a thumbtack against the post of a, of wood uh, in the house, like a wooden beam holding the house up. And then he leaves it to those two idiots. <laughs> to, to to a Okuyasu dumb person and, and a forgiving person. Ugh, yeah, that Jackie hates. Child. He's <laughs> so stupid. I know. He's getting himself killed. He's been fine. But I, what he says is, the, so they start it's searching the house. Yes. I have so, a question. Yeah. Why didn't he just burn the picture? 
Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, why didn't he just burn the picture? So this is what's interesting. So the ghost can manipulate the camera, by the way, if you think about it. Because he wasn't in a photo. There was no photo of him. Maybe there was. Maybe somehow there was a photo of a camera. And then he's in the photo with the camera, pressing the button on the camera. Otherwise, part of his stand is the camera. You know? Didn't they smash the camera? I don't remember. I think Joe's case smashed the camera. Um, But then why? Maybe they were expecting him to, like, make a sound or, like, give away if they found whatever he was hiding. But how would he know where they are if he's been taped up? Well, I guess they know that... Or they think that maybe if they if they get rid of the photo, then they get rid of what they have him trapped in right now. Who knows where he goes? But you can't yeah. you can't That's kill true. a ghost. It, it it may be that you know when when he well wait does this stand only exist when he dies? Because it seems very specific to being a ghost. Yeah, that's true. Well, so I thought about this. There's, in part three, there's a very similar sort of stand named the Hanged Man. It's one of the creepiest stands. And it only exists in reflections, so pieces of glass, mirrors, people's eyes. That's a tarot card. Uh, Yep, the Hanged Man. And so the stand user is somewhere else. He's a hideous man with two right hands. I think they're two right hands. Oh, yeah. Who's a rapist. And... um, Wait, what? I don't remember. Yeah. That was was a very important... Uh, Jay Guile. The guy with two right hands... Two left feet, too. Polnareff. Polnareff wanted to kill this guy. I thought the dude just killed his sister. I didn't... Okay. Nah, he... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, So, that stand only exists in reflections, but he himself is somewhere else. Um, Chilling. So, it's sort of the same thing, where it only exists in this reflection world. Not the real world, but... I don't know. That which imitates it. So, I I don't know if it's specific being a ghost. You could be somewhere else, but... You appear in photos. I think that if you burn that photograph or something, or if you destroy that photograph, he will just appear in some other photo that he exists in. That's yeah, what I think. He'll be free. Like, like they were looking. They they found a photo of in the family photo. Of the, yeah, the family photos. So but that like, family photo was. Oh, so you're saying that'd be good because then he'd just be in that family photo location and not a threat to anybody. No, no, I'm saying that he can go, he can he can go to any photo that he's in. I think. Right, Wherever which is scary is. for them because then he might be in a right. photo that's like that's near them. That's yeah, he could be on a hallway photo in the house exactly and stab them, which was weird too because he can like eventually he can like come out of the photo kind of. I don't understand it at all. He he had like some string and he like his sweater, the hand on his yeah. the the sleeve of his sweater was coming undone and he was like lassoing around and harassing birds. Anyway, um, so so Josuke and Jotaro go to search the house for other stuff. Or I, they find a bow and arrow. Which they were like, wait a minute. No, the bow and arrow we gave to the Speedwagon Foundation. And they were like, is this another bow and arrow? The, the arrow that gives people stands? And Jotaro talks about it and he's like, Dio and Enya, you know, Enya probably gave Dio one and then distributed others. One of which went to Okiyasu's late brother, R.I.P. And this this one, which went to uh, Yoshihiro, the dad. Um so did he give Kira his stand then? I don't know. I wonder that, right? If he just, like, stabbed him as a kid? Yeah. With an arrow? I don't remember. And I wonder who else he might have used it on. So did the father get the bone arrow, or did um, Kira get the bone arrow? I believe uh, the father did. Okay. I don't think Kira knows about the bone arrow. I think Kira didn't have a stand when he um, killed um, that first girl. I forget her name. Right. He does mention stabbing her in the back, and her body, uh, I think, is... That makes sense. Um, right? His dad mentions knowing about his, his killing yeah. habit. 
Yeah, that's the thing too, is, is yeah. Um, yeah, excuse us for being a little murky in the timeline. Feel free to email us corrections at uh, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Gotten a few nice listener emails from there. But we have it's not a, been wrong yet. It's really nasty wrong. ones, okay? Stop talking. I'm just kidding. Nobody's been mean. Um, anyway. So they find the bow and arrow. Meanwhile, uh, fucking Koichi Two dumbasses. is being really gullible. So the, the, the photo is near Okuyasu and Koichi. They're sitting guard duty. And the photo is like, I can't breathe. And again, there's something cut out. Apparently from the manga where Okuyasu is like, ghosts don't breathe. Um, <laughs> so Okuyasu and, and Koichi... No, I think he does say that. Doesn't he say that? I oh, does, does he? I think he does. Oh, then I think it's him expanding on it that they yeah. cut out. And Koichi's like, oh, are you really... Is it really... Can you really not breathe? And you're kind of like, dude, shut up. This guy sit tried, down, kid. He tried to kill people. Yeah. And he's a ghost. If he die, he can't. It doesn't happen. Um, he is already and, dead. And Okuyasu is kind of like... He's messing with you. But then he goes over to the photo, and I'm like, oh, no. Please stop. And so Okuyasu's like, oh, what's that? You can't breathe? You want us to open the photo, the open the fold a little bit for you? He's like, how about this? So he just takes these tacks, and he just puts a bunch of them in the photo. So instead of one tack holding it to the post, uh, now it's like 15. Um, and but he was like, no, I'm going to use these tacks to escape. He was like, he's like, oh, now I know that I'm in the post in the house, like that wooden beam. Um, he's like, thanks to you. He's like, I can escape now. And he goes silent. And they're kind of like, what? And he's, he's wondering how, he's like, how did that help him? How did he, did he escape into the wood? You know, like he's freaking out a little bit. And then they open the photo and he was still there. I thought that was funny that he just did that, that he was just like, I'm free. And then just went quiet. So they let him out by accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's where he somehow had a thread from his sweater that he's like pulling himself with, like his like his sweater is undoing with that Weezer saw. Because he could only use what he had like yes. there which in was the photo, himself, yeah, which yeah. include the frayed sweater. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was a reference to that Weezer saw? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that. Uh, I'm tired of Okuyasu being an idiot. You want him to be a genius? No, I'm just like oh wait, like this yeah. again. He's wait, the wait, dumb wait, one, wait, wait, and wait. Koichi's like the two, yeah. the guy that's too we, nice. We forgot that. Okuyasu, at one point, Jotaro, doesn't he ask Okuyasu to scrape away the, the picture? He does ask him to scrape away the dad in the picture, right? Before he falls through the door. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, falls through the door? Like, before he, like, tries to run across the room and ends up crashing through the door? Yeah, so I, what I thought was weird about that is we were, I think, out loud, Jackie, you and I, while watching it, we're like, why did he ask Okuyasu to erase part of the photo? Why not just have oh, yeah. Crazy Diamond rip the photo? Yeah. And then, yeah, Okuyasu goes to do that, but he runs and teleports and runs into a door yeah. by accident. So we never do get to see what would happen if they try to destroy just the dad out of the photo, but possibly, according to Jackie's theory, he would just be in a, in a different photo that he exists in anyway, and they'd lose track of him. Right. Um, but we just thought it was weird that he was like, Okuyasu, help us out. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I have this. I'm so dumb. Um, so, fucking... <laughs> You love it every time I do that. Something about the bone arrow, though. Um, This kind of reminds me of, like, part one with the stone masks. Because, like, the first time you see stone masks, there's only one. And then part two, it's like, oh, hey, there's more. Yeah. Mm. And the same thing. It's like, start out with one. It's like this one, yeah, this one thing. You're like, wow, I can't believe it. And they're like, and there's a lot of them. Which is, it's a cool cool effect that you're like, this super powerful thing. They do that with the rats, too. 
Yep. There's one rat, and then there's two rats. And then there's two rats. There's always another. Or they're like, Stan, based on the tarot, the major arcana. You're like, cool. They're like, oh, also Egyptian gods. Oh, and also whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we want. Yeah. Um, so then somehow, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking make sense to me. It violates multiple rules that we've already established. They're kind of flimsy about how this Stan and Ghost work. I've been trying to defend it, but I don't understand how the sweater... <laughs> wrist pulling him around the house lets him grab a bow and arrow out of Josuke <laughs> who is a full-sized human man I guess he was surprised I'd be surprised he's only 16 he's got some if, if a here. Polaroid uh, flew by me and grabbed something I was holding but this Polaroid somehow grabs the arrow does he lasso it or does he grab it with his hand I, I don't remember I think he lassoes everything um he's very it's a crazy ass even, even then I mean but he, so he grabs it and then he somehow Gets up to lasso a bird, like a, a raven, and yep. he flies away. I this, like this bird. What? I really like the bird. Yeah, just his reaction <laughs> of being like, ah, time to fly, and then <laughs> hopefully going where he wants, by the way, because where the hell is that bird? Is Does he know how to steer birds with strength? Yeah, does I the don't... stand also talk to birds? Yeah. It's, it's pretty flimsy, but it's a funny picture of just Yoshihiro uh, with the arrow out of the photo, like riding a bird. Yeah. Uh, just watching it, I was like, where else can you find just a Polaroid talking about its evil plan to protect its son while riding a bird? And the answer is nowhere. Not a lot of other shows do that kind of Not thing. a lot, just this in Full House. But that's exactly what it, like, the nail clipping thing is, like, crazy in a good way, and this is crazy and just like, I don't even know. Yeah, eventually <laughs> your brain falls apart, and you're like, all right, I'll go with it, fine. Just I wish he just again. wasn't a ghost. I wish, he, I wish he was just a regular sand user. I wish his dad... Or, or he was just a ghost. If he can come out of the photo a little bit and grab stuff, why doesn't he just come out of the photo entirely? It was taped shut, Mark. Not after the stuff. Oh. Not after uh, Okios ripped it open. Man, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I guess the idea is he can affect the world a little bit. This the show's photo. crazy. It's, it's bizarre. Um, <laughs> so he flies away, and I think he's like, I have to protect my son, the implication being that he's going to create more stand users with this arrow. Um, he didn't just apply it. He explicitly said that. Oh, did he? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, make more enemies for you. The bird poop. He yeah. was basically like, didn't he say something like, "My son can't help but kill"? Something like that. Yeah. He says something that's very like passive, like yeah. <laughs> that's like, my son can't help but kill people. So yeah, as long well, as I can protect him, I'll be. That's happy. what makes him happy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. What right? a great dad. Yeah. Seriously. But anyway, Yuna's right. The camera then follows this bird's poop down. Yeah, there. the bird then shits on a mailbox. Another poop shot. Which is, uh, love that poop. Uh, no dead dogs, though, this episode. We can put the dead dog count for this episode at zero, thank so God. So you can stop writing us, ASPCA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't, would be our fault. We don't claim to produce the show. <laughs> this is David Production. <laughs> uh, we don't know why we're named that either. <laughs> um, and the, the house that it poops on, just sort of a transition, is the Kawajibi house. That's the family we saw in the beginning of the episode. Kawajibi. Where the, the dad is acting weird. The most jacked guy in town, Kira picked, too. Yeah. When, I, I noticed that. When she she goes, uh, uh, he, so at one point, so she starts to notice some, some strange behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, Shinobu notices, Shinobu's the woman that was narrated in the beginning. That he made dinner, like, instead of just eating the ramen she left out, because she was like, oh, I hope he has something to say about this. Because he didn't ask for dinner, she, he usually does. She just has a bowl of ramen under, like, a, a what do you call it? A little towel. Yeah. Um, like, surprise. Yeah, like, surprise, I didn't make you dinner. Here's your favorite ramen brand. But then he, this guy starts cooking. Kosaku starts cooking. 
And then she finds out that he also cooked for her. And then and it was delicious. the cat is freaking out and a window is closed that normally is open for the shower steam to come out. And so those are two things that are unusual. She's oh, like, why is the cat freaking out? He shaves with a razor instead That's of right. an electric uh, shaver. Right. So she is just like, what's going on with you? And yeah, he has a ton of mus- muscles. I was going to say muscles. Yeah, there's, a, there's an extended nude scene yeah. where she's checking him out in the shower. But, he's he's yeah. very good looking. He's got, he's got, man, but I don't like, like his hair. He also looks badly drawn. Like his face and his hair look I hate like his hair. Really just badly drawn. Yeah. His hair looks it. like a bunch of, I don't know, they're just weird. Like, like punctuation marks that just, I can't remember the name of. That so body, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, I have in my notes, her husband is fine. F-I-O-N-E. <laughs> uh, that is Fiona. <laughs> yeah. Her husband is Hermione. Uh, it's the same spelling. So he's then like, oh, yeah, sorry, I shut the window. I thought it makes sense. Also, cats hate water, which I thought was funny. <laughs> like, she didn't know that. <laughs> People don't know that cats hate water. Yeah, this isn't weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Cats hate water. Why the fuck else would he just chill? Also, I would like to point out that she held on to that cat <laughs> while yeah. it was, like, trying to claw her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just let it go. Uh, but anyway, this is the most jacked person in town. Yeah. Well, he's cut. He's not, like, bulky. Uh, you he, know what I mean? He looked pretty strong. It's strong, certainly, but Maybe not... there's going to be a benching scene later, and then we'll see. <laughs> anyway, um, so then, so she's just been weirded out by him, and then their landlord comes and demands money. Wait, it's just his face that changed, so it's it's really Kira's body. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's just his face that changed. Oh, yeah. So, so maybe she... she she would notice that her husband is suddenly jacked. Yeah, that's a good that's point. That's true. Why isn't she like, you've been working out? She probably hasn't like seen him naked in a long ass time. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like... <laughs> but it's, yeah, she should comment on it, right? But she she should be like, sort of barge into the shower. You'd think like, I don't know. Yeah. She should be like, also, when have you been working out? <laughs> um, I guess I'm very upset at you for posting that with you. But also, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's possible. Is that Kosaku has like the exact same body, basically. <laughs> um, I forgot about that, Jackie. Good call. Damn. Um, That's before all the listeners write in and they're like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then the landlord comes and is and is demanding money. And I think she's kind of like, isn't she like, doesn't she blame him for not paying? I think. Um, yeah. But she eventually is like, there's a safe, but only, you know, the combination to it. And they kind of show this fake Kira or fake Kosaku who really is Kira kind of like sweating for a minute almost like concerned why does only he know the combination that's not a very equitable well I think he's an asshole is the implication is that Kosaku was a dick Um, so he just doesn't tell his wife anything except food bath whatever else the body though yeah well Kira body we don't know Kosaku could have been disgusting and this woman is terrible at noticing things (laughs) Um, so the landlord is complaining and meanwhile, so we now know, or maybe we already technically knew that this is really Kira, that Kira took this guy's body and is in his place. Killer Queen comes out, unbeknownst to anybody because they're not stand users, and blows up quietly the uh, the lock on... Uh, All the explosions are quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. We determined that because they would have heard it in school. Yeah. He blows off the lock on this guy's uh, bag and takes money. Well, we see Killer Queen blow up the lock on the landlord's bag. And, and then suddenly, suddenly Kira has money. Yeah, suddenly <laughs> Kira as Kosaku is like, I don't have this month's uh, rent. And the guy's like, what? And then he's like, but I do have this month and next month and half of the month after that, right? He gives him a shit ton of money, basically. 
a few thousand dollars. Um, and the guy's like, is that, and he's like, is that enough? And the landlord's like, yeah, absolutely. And when he's talking, they cut to it, they show a shot where they show some money kind of sticking out of the landlord's bag, which to me implies that like, shouldn't the landlord walk away and be like, why is my bag? Hey, wait a minute. I'm missing $5,000. Like, you know what I mean? And come right back and be like, did you fucking steal money and try to pay me with it? I was thinking about that. And I figured like landlord would just probably assume he dropped it. Yeah. Or yeah. He misplaced it. He's so shocked that the Kawajidis actually paid yeah, uh, on time. It is very. It would. It would be very fishy, though. Yeah, yeah. I would feel weird about it. Um, anyway, um, so that's basically how this episode ends. Except Wait, Shinobu isn't Kira rich. Like, I think so. Yeah, impression that he's wealthy, but he, I guess he just doesn't have access to his money right he can now. Take his money with him. Yeah, yeah. He has to like not be connected to that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, unless he had cash, you know, liquid assets. Yeah, but he would have to what? Go back to his apartment and get cash. Like, yeah, where's he gonna that's go? True. Like, go to the bank where it's like he doesn't have an ID that shows that he's the right person. Right. How is he going to claim that money? Um, so the lottery. then his wife is just kind of like, I know most people would uh, would think negatively on something like this, but I find it kind of romantic. And I don't know if that's the best translation or maybe that is what Araki meant, but I... She wanted this, to know about is that Is this dick. really romance? I don't know. She might have been excited. Yeah, she, she should have been like, "This is really attractive." Yeah, she just wanted know? a bone, man, mm-hmm. or sexy, not romantic. He's not like, "Hey, I just totally made that guy like a douchebag for maybe you." Is it because it's a kid show or something? Or maybe she interpreted it as like, "Oh, he did it for us. He did it for me." Because he already cooked for them and yeah. stuff. He's willing to steal well, for the family. He's willing to steal for yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, I guess. whatever my baby needs. Whatever my baby needs, baby gets. Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Uh, it kind of ends on like a cliffhanger. Right? It ends right there, yeah. Yeah, it just ends there. Basically, like, so now the new... You don't get to see them bone. The new plot, which I think is really fun, by the way, even though I miss David Bowie-looking Kira, is now just this whole imposter uh, thing that's going on. That yeah. Now this Kosaku Kawajiri is dead, but his family, who didn't like him anyway, doesn't know that. But they also don't know that a serial murderer with superhuman powers is now uh, with their dad's face. I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what the interactions with the kid are going to be like. I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see that. Yeah, Hayato. Good name. It's interesting. They, like, make you not feel bad for him because, like, everyone hates him. Like, if he had, like, a loving exactly, yeah. wife and, like, you know, if people that would miss him. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very common, it, I mean, you know, and, and it, this is a very common thing in this and in any movie or medium too. You'll find yeah. that like the bad guy has to be a dick at some point, even if they're like, ah, just have him kick a dog in the middle not of the movie for no reason. He's not even a bad guy. He's just like a victim, but they made a, the victim. No, but they'll do that with victims. Like the person who like Godzilla steps on is some cab driver that's mean in traffic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that kind of thing will happen. <laughs> Well, he um, deserves it if he was mean. Exactly. Crap, you don't right? feel... But it works on me, too. I'll admit it. I'm like, oh, good. This guy's a dick. Good. He can die. And we don't like the hero as much if he's a dick. You know? Well, people love death. Some people, yeah, but to a degree, they have to have a heart of gold underneath it all, I think. You know? I think for the most part, they're good people, but they might just be rude about it, generally speaking. You never root for the bad guy. They're the bad guy. I feel like in Breaking Bad, he's the bad guy. That by, is true. By the end of it. That's true. That's an exception, though, I think, to the rule, though. I'd say most movies, it is not the case. But I, not, I don't have the data. <laughs> I think I think it's hard to pull that off, to make a 
not like kind of like an anti-hero that's like really not good. Yeah. It's, and it's I mean, hard to pull off. Breaking Bad also him. starts with him being a good guy too. Yeah. Um, and kind of flips it. I've never seen the whole... Like in the first episode or one of the first few episodes of Breaking Bad, he blows up someone's car. Does he? I don't remember that. I've seen about a season and a half of that show. So I should have gotten there. <laughs> um, anyway, that was this episode. <laughs> that was Heart Father, uh, which is what I text my dad every, every June. Can I just um, say something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The father is technically a good father. He unconditionally loves his son. Yeah. But is that, is that being a good, I mean, or are you an enabler at some point? I mean, I don't know. Is that is Both? that loving your son? I don't think that that's good. You know, like if I loved my child and my child was a heroin addict and I gave my child heroin, is that loving? I, I think know. the best thing for your child, if they are a serial killer, to not be killing people. I think that they should either get help or be in prison where they can't hurt anybody. It's certainly not. Or I don't in, think like an institution. Not to shit on your opinion, you. But I think it's certainly not. Let's create more weirdo murderers in town to distract the people that are after you. That feels like going out of your way, like, a little bit. <laughs> or kill them if the stand doesn't take. Yeah. Yeah, just throw arrows, at, shoot arrows at people and be like, no, he's dead. Whoops. Yeah, I guess he is just going to throw them. Yeah, did he get the bow? He didn't take the bow, he just took the arrow. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's going to stab people, is it? If you cut someone with the bow part by itself without doing anything... No. Guess we'll find if out. If you use a different bow, is it just the arrows it's that are It's just magic? the arrow that, that yeah. matters. They could use any bow. They could use a better one. They don't really establish that till later. You need a crossbow. Oh. Um, yeah, that would be some, some velocity. Get multiple people at once. <laughs> what if the arrow goes through you? Actually, I think, based on what I, I think... Never mind. Um, so, yeah, again, we are on SoundCloud. That's probably where you found this, if not... Uh, I assure you we're there. SoundCloud.com slash JJBPod. iTunes, find us under JoJo's Bizarre Podcast or Stitcher, however you find stuff on Stitcher. Uh, leave us a comment. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Like us. Follow us on SoundCloud. And at some point we should make a Twitter for uh, for this. So we might do that. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. Why are you looking at me? I'm not going to do it. I don't know. Money, money, money. You usually finish the show. You say something dumb right before I hit stop. So I never do that. <laughs> you don't have anything? You can't do it. Hot Chili Peppers again. I will edit it out. So you can't even do it again. <laughs> it wouldn't be appropriate. Uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, here's something. Uh, I think what? So two episodes ago... <laughs> We talked about Shigechi's harvest, and I remember talking about how Shigechi points to his elbow when uh, when uh, Josuke is talking about business, and Josuke uses the Romanized word bijines for talking about it. And oh, I remember this. Shigechi's like, biji? And he points to his elbow. So I was bored in Spanish class, and I had translator open, so I switched to Japanese, and biji can mean elbow. So basically... When Josuke was like, no, we'll be in BG-ness together. She gets you to the middle school. It was like, elbow-ness? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Wonderful. I could have edited this out, too. This was unnecessary and not that interesting. No, I, I think it. it was interesting. Okay, good. I'm editing that out, then. Uh, everything I say is important. That's true. We love you. Bye, everyone. Me or the listeners? Bye, uh, listeners. Both. Yay. Tell, please tell us what Stitcher is. I want someone to like write in and tell us what Stitcher is. 
What if the CEO of Stitcher writes in? He's like, hey guys, thanks <laughs> for shouting us out. Someone who works for Stitcher. Big fan. I listen to this song on iTunes. Oh, good.